Now, what can I do for you? You know, Roy, I was telling you last week that I divorced my husband a couple months back, and I've been living on my own since last summer. And, you know, I just um, I started listening to UCD and tried to do all that. And, you know, I realized I'm so lonely. Yes. And, um, you know, it just it, basically it looks like I'm terribly depressed, but I know that's um, just something going on. And I well, you, you come from Russia, right? Yes. And you, you you came here alone? Did you come here alone? I came alone. Yes, so you're escaping from, you know, you, the obvious. You want a chance to live a life in America. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to fill in some... You, look, let me let me see if I can fill in some of the blanks. And you met this kindly man who was older than you. Mm-hmm. And he helped you put you through school to become a doctor, right? Right. And so you feel very obligated to him, so you married him. Is that yes. right? That's right. We've been married for a long, long time before I, I know, but but you didn't love him. Well, I thought it doesn't matter, but it does. Well, it it, it does. well, you could love him, because apparently is he a kindly man? Yes. Is he good to you? Yes. Does he make demands on you? No. He's well, then he's the kind of man you want to be married to. Mm. But see, you have you're a woman, and every woman, and of course, men have their own counter. Thoughts uh, equivalent. Every woman fantasizes a knight in shining armor, worshiping her. Mm-hmm. And in the in the concept of worship, sexual feelings awaken. She wants to give herself to the object that whatever worship. My wife, my wife, I cannot disabuse her of the idea. Never mind how much I try, now how much it pretends to be otherwise, that she wants me to worship her. I cannot tell my wife I love her because she wouldn't I wouldn't be able to live with her. She gets high as a kite, she go cuckoo. She would she has such an insecurity that she craves me somebody worshipping her. I will not worship any other god but you know who. Mm-hmm. I will not put her on the pedestal, but if I worship her, she will become very highly sexual and I will get what I want, but I don't want it. I don't want it that way. I'm not going to worship someone so as to um, get gratification in exchange. That's what women do. You have an ego, and it'll always be lonely, Katya. Mm-hmm. It'll always, until you are wise enough to see that you fantasize worship. And worship, when you think of worship, you are, you are making a god. You are actually putting a man on a pedestal in your mind, in your mind's heart, and you bow down and worship that. And the minute you do that, the minute you put someone on a pedestal other than God, you shall have, make no other graven image. You shall not worship any other God but me, for the Lord thy God is a jealous God. You know, visiting, you know that yes. kind of detention. Well, that's very real, but you've never understood it, you see. Mm-hmm. And so when you put somebody on a pedestal, the minute you do that, paradise was lost in the mind. It's also found in the mind. When you put somebody on a pedestal, the fact that you fantasize in that awakens. It, it causes you to fall to the image, to, to the idea, to, to, and to uh, have a sexual uh, awakening for the indulgence to the ideal man in your, in your dreams, who's going to turn out to be a nightmare of schemes. Mm. Real men, I have to tell you this, real women don't want men to worship them. A real mature woman, you're not mature yet, a mature woman of whom, of which they are very rare, a real woman doesn't like the man to fondle, to, to beg, to, to uh, manipulate, to buy flowers, all the things to put her on a pedestal to open the doors of paradise, so to speak. Follow that? 
a, a real woman likes a man. Do you ever see the movie with Gary Cooper, Sergeant York? No, but I want to because you mentioned okay. it earlier. And, and also High Noon? No, I haven't. Well, there's no romance in it. It was. It, it's a great movie about a man who decides to do what's right. He took on the whole town, Gary Cooper. You know, there was the bad guys coming in town, and and he was the sheriff, but no one had the courage to stand up to the town but him. Mm-hmm. And 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 he could have been happily married, and he was just married, when it fell upon him the duty to take on the town, but they were all c- cowards. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. So he took on the bad guys all by himself. And she said, please, please, we could get away. These these people are not worth it. He said, I love you. And of course, he says, but I'm the sheriff. I've taken on the duty. I've got to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Even if I have to die, so to speak. And then she got very angry with him, also walked away from him and left him alone. So in other words, he wasn't a romantic. And Sergeant York, in the movie, you never saw love scenes like you see in a movie today. He was chaste. He was decent. He was caring. He was innocent. And he was lovable. And any woman will want a man who isn't hungry for her. I said, but you've got to be that kind of woman, because in the movie, Sergeant York, who killed all the German soldiers, became a great hero um, and became greatly beloved by him. It never went to his head. And the woman that loved him waited for him and wanted no other. And there was none of the sexual stuff you see today. It was the way it ought to be. I keep telling my kids when we watch that movie. Mm-hmm. and my, You see, that's the way it ought to be. And so you've got to get rid of this strange ego proclivity to look for the ideal man as loving you and worshipping you and la- ravishing you. What you left behind was the perfect man. Yeah, you're right. You understand that? Yes, I do. And I can tell you a lot of women, I mean, I left behind what might have been the perfect woman. She was scientist. Listen, when I was young, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a theoretical physicist. That's what I do on the side. Mm-hmm. And this young lady like me. I like the woman. I like my wife because she was exciting, but she was also manipulative. It's also because I responded to what I just described in you. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? In me, I was the man. I, you know, she was ravishing. Follow? Yes. And a woman is ravishing only because she puts a man on a pedestal and makes him feel he's somebody. Huh? And out pops the demon of the underwear. Along with your love. And then when you say, I love you, you're done. Because those words should be reserved for God alone. Got it? Yes. How does does one become from a maturity to a mature woman? Just uh, an explanation from a friend like me. Explaining it to you. You can actually go on with your life and you... Listen, if that man was good to you and kind to you and you're married to him... And he wasn't terribly, well, he may, may have been turned off by your resentment towards him because, you see, you had a resentment towards him secret. You felt obligated to have relationship with him, but then you resented him and felt you've, you've, you, you had a pretend to, you, you, you know, when, you're oblig, when you feel obligated, he may not have obligated you, but you may have felt obligated. 
Yes. And you may have resented him for the obligation, mm-hmm. which was an, a wrong thing on your part. And you may have a relationship with him reluctantly. What man wants that? Mm-hmm. Follow that? Yes, I do. So you may have been part of your own problem here. He may be your knight in shining armor, and you may have missed the good man, and you may and the man you would get would put, give you a lot of trouble. Oh. You're such a bright young lady. See, you're very lonely. But what you need is to have a little wisdom come into your heart and see, mar- see love as... You see, when you get married and you get past the, the lusting and being lusted after, if you ever get past that, which most people don't, they get divorced and look for another one, and they get married two or three times, and they get bitter instead of better. But when you get past the lusting and being lusted after, sex is not important anymore. Huh. See that? Yes. Huh, I always thought it's very important, but... It's all huh. baloney. That's all because you got you got sexperts instead of experts. Huh. Take it from me. It's uh, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. That's all. The, that's all there is, basically. If you have sex with someone you love, it's a nice experience, but it isn't. You know, it doesn't send you through the roof. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I have a formula. If you have sex with someone you really love, and that's good. It is so good. It is so such a sweet experience that it completely satisfies the soul because. You're doing the right thing for the right reason. Mm-hmm. You understand that so far? When you do the right thing for the right reason, it's like eating for the right reason. You're full mm-hmm. or fulfilled. When you eat for the wrong reason to fill up ego, you can't get enough of that wonderful sum. The more you eat, the more you want because you're using food as a substitute for substance that you're missing in your soul. Follow that? Yes. So when you eat for the purpose, for the right reason to service the good in you, see? rather than serve the emptiness in you, which never gets full enough. Right. You've got that. It's like drinking salt water instead of fresh water. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, when you have sex because it's pure, then it's so good, it fulfills and lasts longer. And so over the years, uh, the better the sex, the less you need it. Hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but, but when you have the sex, it's so enjoyable... It, it, the, the the benefit of it lasts longer oh. because it's a, there's a goodness there. There's no craving. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Until afterwards, sex is so good and it lasts so long, you don't even need it at all. <laughs> <laughs> the sex becomes a cure in itself. Huh. It's the same with food. You eat less and less and less as you get older and you don't get fat and ugly and sick. And degenerate because all the people you're eating, you're all those, all those patients you're working on, fat, bloated, ugly pigs. I'm glad I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't want to mess with those bodies. <laughs> uh, am I right or wrong, young Katya? Yes, that's. They aren't there, disgusting lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pathetic, aren't they? Oh, Human race is pathetic, isn't it? All right. Every now and then you get a patient like me who appreciates you. Thank you. Hope that's helpful. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. You can reach Roy at 1-800-866-8883. That's 1-800-866-8883. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude. And I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax deductible And they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. 
gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Looking for good company today. And uh, I will feel sort of like uh, refreshed at the end of our broadcast. There's something about helping people. Because it's not helping yourself when you help people. That's, that's bureaucracy. You know, that's the social workers. Uh, that's the politicians. When you help your, help people, you're really helping yourself to them. If you know what I mean, they're not going to get any better. They get worse and become dependent on you. And then they collect t- taxes and money it's, uh, because there's more people to help themselves to by helping them. <clears throat> anyway, but there's something beautiful about really, really finding a way into someone's heart in a good way, not in a bad way. It's easier to screw a mind than it is to fix it, you see. And open it up and let the light come in and see every cell in the body come renewed. And that's what happens. There's another kind of divine energy that's different from the energy that runs the world and runs the emotions of animals. It's sort of, a, it, it's sort of if I can find the co- correct word, it, it overarches, overshadows. Uh, that may not be the correct word, but bear with me. It overshadows the process of what we call evolution. Because when you get upset and get angry, you fall from that. That's why you forgive, and you're forgiven as you forgive, and something grows that's very beautiful inside you that shines, and you can get to people in a good way where bad people get to people in a bad way. And uh, you call me with your problem, and if nobody is able to help you, maybe I can. Can't fix everybody because you have to have a receptor. You know, we you have to have a, a match. And uh, so it takes one to know one. Otherwise, the heart doesn't open in, inwardly. It opens outwardly to a psychiatrist because that's the authority. And your problem with psychiatry and psychology and experts in this mysterious field of helping people is the fact that they have a degree. Uh, I'm, and I'm sure we do need degrees, but being a, a doctor, when you cut people up, you're not going to go to a plumber. But when it comes to a sort of like an unscientific science like psychiatry or philosophy, where many opinions abound, does it's that way of medicine too, by the way. But it's not; it's in an exact science. Um, 
that the degree itself gets in the way. It does. The, the, the letters, the sheepskin gets in the way. And that's the reason why I'm just Roy Masters. And um, you don't need to know any more than that. With uh, 60 years of experience in the subject. 60 years. Yeah, I started pretty young, didn't I? Um, and maybe I can help you because we don't have, I don't have the disadvantage, I call it, the advantage if you're a, a, a lettered person. I don't have the disadvantage of being Dr. Roy. Because instantly you, you respond as if they knew and you don't. And you absorb their advice kind of mindlessly. And you can't get better if it's spiritual. Because even if the if it's mechanically and if, if, if it's a minister of the Lord and he goes to school to learn it, he has the collar and he has the aura of authority. And authority is the problem. Not that there are not good authorities. I like to be a good one. But the problem with authority itself is your problem. That's why Jesus said you should call no man father and no man teacher. You should not regard them anything higher than you. You only have one teacher and father, he's within you. Um, I said that uh, in the opening of the program, let me just reiterate some points, that in this field of the mysterious field of the, the mind, whether it's psychology or religious philosophy, um, the problem of helping people is one of authority. The bully at school or the mean teacher that made you feel demeaned and you couldn't learn and you'd never be anything and that could be anybody. That's authority. They stand over you. And the world is full of authorities, especially when you go to a person with a troubled mind, with depression, for example, and you spend 10 years or five years talking things out and nothing gets better. You may feel better. You may have a bond or bondage, which exactly is the case. It's called transference. You transfer the authority from a bad person who hurt you to a good person who is trying to help you. The trouble is the good person is only supporting the bad in you by giving you sympathy. You didn't know that, did you? So when you get married, the same thing happens. If there's something wrong with you and somebody loves you, their love is not a redeeming love. It's a supportive love. It supports always the worst. Human love in its immature state, it's a mystery. Human love, if it isn't Christ kind of love, if it isn't purified by divine energy that is different from what makes Adam spin and, and is the life of animals, uh, the modifying factor of evolution, so you don't evolve. That is what's necessary, and that is what the authority is that can help people. That's why Jesus said it, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant person. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Can't find enough words. Not an ordinary person. He says, call man, no, no man father and no man teacher, for you have no teacher or father except your father in heaven. Now, that's a very good point, and I open the program by saying, I'm just Roy Masters, little old winemaker me. I want no titles or authorities, just want to be an ordinary person. If you're going to respect me, that's good for both of us. But you won't be respecting me. The respect will pass beyond me. It takes one to know one. Where you want to go, I'm coming from. If you want to go there and I'm coming from there, you'll recognize it. The sheep know the voice of the shepherd. Dig it. Now, I am no shepherd. In a manner of speaking, I am, I suppose. If I have that quality. It's a quality, not a quantity. It's not a sheepskin. And that is the reason why, if I may say so, disrespectfully, although the people... I know many psychiatrists and many psychologists, and they're very nice people. 
and many of them actually have thrown away the book and doing and they're helping people. They really are helping with people because I help them. You'll never know who they are, so I don't tend to recommend one person doesn't mind admitting it. His name is, um, is it, you can find him in, in the phone book, or you can call my office and find out his name. Uh, he's a psychiatrist, a diplomat of American psycho- psychiatry. And he, I've known him for 25 years. Dr. Hayter, H-A-Y-T-E-R. He often makes commercials on this program. I mean, we replay an old one every now and then. But um, he helps people in a week where he couldn't help people in years. And every now and then we speak and comes and visits me once in a while, stays with me, we chat. And there are others like that. It's very hard for a professional to admit that they speak to the likes of Roy Masters. They couldn't stoop that low. It'd be beneath their station of a pedigree, you see. And my best friends should be Christians, but Christian ministers are not. Because they're not, but they're not friends with each other either. Because, you see, what it is, the, the message I'm, gonna, I'm sharing with you is so simple. You won't need them anymore. You won't need them in the way you need. That is to say, I open my program uh, by saying that uh, there's a special joy in helping people. Not helping yourself to people when you help them. Which sometimes, m- many times, the authorities do without even knowing it. They feel good about themselves. They think they've actually helped people. The person themselves think they've been helped and they walked out saying, thank you very much, doctor, I appreciate it, you know, that sort of thing. And then they're not any better. They become addicted. Their problems have become transferred to to the doctor, to the psychiatrist. It's called transference. You transfer your the control you have. Other people, bad people, have control over you to good people or those who seem to be good or knowledgeable or seem to love you, could be your girlfriend. Transference from your mother to your girlfriend. You have a bad mother, so now you marry a woman who seems to love you. Oh, the morning after the night before, she ain't so good. It takes a special kind of love, which which most people do not have. They love you, yes, but it's thieves and robbers love thieves and robbers. What profit you? See, to love those who love you, isn't that what it is? And you go to a doctor, he seems to love you. He's a psychiatrist, a psychologist. He's just like your girlfriend, in a manner of speaking, or boyfriend for that matter, or your friend that betrays you. The world is full of betrayal. We can't help but betray. I'm not saying it's just doctors. <laughs> I'm not saying it's just psychiatrists or psychologists or ministers or rabbis. It's people. They can't help but take advantage of you. Aren't you a nice person? Are you depressed, for example? Hello? I'm waiting for my calls, by the way. I've got one call, but I need more in order to chat with you. But I'm chatting with myself right now and hope you're listening. Um, uh, 866-8883. And that's an 800 number, okay? Call. I'm waiting for you. And so, are you a nice person? Do you... Do nice things for people. Does everybody love you? You love everyone. You're very obliging. You want to help everyone. You want to help solve people's problems. People lean on you. You wear a, a crease on your face. That's a permanent smile. You look like an angel from heaven. And you're getting frustrated and you're depressed. Why are you depressed? Because you're angry. You're angry because nobody appreciates you. You try harder to please. And for a moment, people are pleased. They're very happy that you want to help them. But they're helping themselves to you. And and they're encouraging you. They they love you for that. And they're encouraging you to be a servant, a slave. See, you're not loving them. You're becoming their servant. They don't really appreciate you. They don't give you enough love. They take you for granted. They even hate you for being so nice because you outshine them.
Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the Foundation of Human Understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person, become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be Still and Know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. You're in trouble. You're in trouble for being a nice person. But the secret is you may not be such a nice person because deep down inside you're hating everybody for not for not appreciating you. You're doing the whole thing for, bringing, for appreciation, aren't you? You're not really loving people. You don't know that. You think you're loving people. Oh, you want to help people. Like the social worker. That person wants to help everybody. The sympathy for a person in mental trouble is a false salvation. They get worse. Social workers make everybody worse, no exceptions, except they throw away their degrees. The whole idea of what... It's the same thing in church. What do you think you get in church? 
Nothing else but backbiting and, and rumor-mongering and God knows what. And uh, it's okay to sin because nobody can be perfect. Only Jesus can be perfect. Therefore, on you go, being your own. So the preacher is loving you and telling you you're okay the way you are. And if there you, there you are, trying to help everybody, being nice, being the kindest person. You go through your whole life loving everybody. You're just wanting to be loved. Simply because when you were small, your parents were mean and irresponsible. They thrust, they thrust a responsibility of taking care of your siblings, which you're ill-equipped to do, and they gave you a big trouble, and they rebelled, and you couldn't handle it, and you resented it, but you, the resentment made you feel obligated to be super responsible because you don't want to be like the slob parents, and so on and so forth. You're trying to be the opposite, and you can't ever rebel against being a nice person because then you become, you have the only alternative you have is being an irresponsible person, and there are plenty of people who are irresponsible that run from responsibility because it's been thrown upon them and they're trying to be free. So you have two unfortunate choices. The irresponsible or too responsible. And after a while, too responsible gives you depression. Depression is a sickness of nice people. Because deep down inside, you hate everybody. But you still have a smile on your face. And as you start this sick and dark thoughts rise... And as you begin to die and go into the darkness, there comes those who want to help you and give you sympathy and support the worst in you. And then you hate them because somehow you sense they're encouraging you, they're degrading you, you're feeling useless, and your whole life is based upon being more and more useful, and now you're becoming more and more than useless. And everybody's being sorry for you. They want to help you because it makes them feel good about themselves. You know, you know what it's like. You feel good about yourself when you help people. But you're not getting any better. Actually, they're getting, you're getting worse. And now they're hell, hell, hating you because you don't get any better. You're not responding to their love. It's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. It's a, a form of insanity that's taking grip on America and you are taking pills by the jillions. 50 million Americans suffer from depression that we know of. Hundreds of thousands of people, actually a million people around the world commit suicide. <laughs> a million. They can't stand it anymore. Voices talk to you. Kill yourself. You remember, is it Hinkle, who killed his mother and father? Um, and they were nice people. And he was saying, I killed my mother. I loved her. Now, what's this? I killed my mother. I loved her. I had no choice. I was backed into a corner. It's a virtual corner. There's no corner. It's not a corner, a rat, like you corner a rat. It's a virtual corner. It's in your head. Anger gives you the wrong choices. Sooner or later, a nice person becomes angry and angrier because people take advantage of it. And, it, and they can't stop being nice to people. People start a taking advantage or even abusing them. They become addicted to their servitude. And there's, there's anger that rises, and they can't stop. The anger is what creates the two wrong choices. To try to, to please, to assuage the anger, to even jump ahead and do nice things ahead of time to avoid being hurt by wrath of another. Or to become irresponsible and run become like the person you hate sooner or later and it's all going on in secret isn't it all going on in secret and what you know what I'm reading articles I wish I had it in front of me I don't I can't find it what's on your mind call Roy at 1-800-866-8883 Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations, that 
will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person, become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be still and know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Science is just beginning to understand that a broken heart can, is, can be responsible for many illnesses and diseases. They're just beginning to appreciate and understand it. No, they're not. They've had me for 45 years, and I could explain it to them 45 years ago. As a matter of fact, I knew it 60 years ago. But you can't tell the experts because they know it all. They've got a sheepskin. I don't. And you know I just spoke about you. You have the choice, like Hinckley. Everybody who has depression has murderous thoughts. You don't like that, do you? But then you turn the anger towards yourself because you can't... It's unthinkable. It's unthinkable, but you cannot stop serving. You cannot stop enslaving yourself. You're addicted to the opinions of others, and after a while, you start to hate them. Because they use you. Because your niceness is a weakness and a form of slavery. And you resent them as if it was all their fault and no fault in yours. And you hate them, but that the head only gives you the two unfortunate choices. Like an animal, cornered. Just like the person who's outwardly abused. You react the same way, you've got the same choices. So nice people sometimes get on top of a Texas tower and shoot everybody. The fellow by the name of uh, Brian Nichols is an interesting chap. Um, There's a person who was cornered. That's why he felt cornered. And that's why he raped, if he he did rape, allegedly. Um, Because anger awakens sexual impulses and a compulsion to want to abuse the abuser, which it happens to be the women in his life, his mom, maybe. And there's a, there's a story behind that, too. That man, even though he killed those, allegedly killed those people, I hate, you have to use that word allegedly because he's guilty, he's innocent, he's proven guilty of it. The reason why you know that something's good in there, even though he did horrible things, 
And when you commit suicide, you're doing stomach stupid. Because if you didn't commit suicide, you'd kill somebody. As simple as that. You all have those thoughts that you want to kill somebody sometimes, haven't you? Is that right or wrong? Is there any person who can tell me I never had a thought like that? I tell you, you'd have to be Jesus Christ. So, uh, it's there. God forbid. But then it becomes, it grows and you struggle, you know. And it morphs into horrible depression and from depression, pathological disorders and murder and rape and violence. And it's all because there's something wrong in this world. It's called authority. Authority screws you and authority tries to unscrew you, but in the process screws you up even more. Not that there aren't good ones. Put the good ones aside. There is not enough of those. You'll probably never find one. But they're there. And they're ostracized. They are usually those who've sort of retired from medicine or psychiatry or have become more philosophical or become Christians or something. That's a good way of becoming a Christian from being a psychiatrist. Um, it happens sometimes when you realize your psychiatry isn't working and you have, you're getting depressed yourself that you really want to help people and you start to go to your knees and you cry and, and your psychiatry goes away and common sense comes in and you come alive. And that's what I hope is happening today with you, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I have pioneered this way. I am showing you my credentials. Did I describe you perfectly? Yes or no? Did I describe somebody you know perfectly? Yes or no? Well, you are, there's two of you. One of you is what I describe. The other one is a predator. One who actually drives people into depression. It makes them think they're stupid and spend their whole life pleasing people or become as vi more violent than you are. With nowhere to go, backed into a corner and then kills their own parents. You notice that the person who kills their own parents, like one serial killer, um, I forget his name, but it's not important. You probably remember the case. He killed eight women because he hated his mother so much. His mother was a degrading, horrible woman, but he couldn't say no to her. He had a hate-love relationship. And then you can, it starts the other way around. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. 
Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. And your name is Darkin? Yes, I am. Oh, hi. What can yes. I do for you? Um, Roy, um, I called a while ago, and when I get the operator on the 800, I ask a question. I ask, are you a psychic or what? And he said, why do I ask? I, before I answer, he asked me if you know ahead the things that I'm going to say. So, listen. No, 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 I don't, I don't always know ahead of, of what you're going to say. Uh-huh. But in the presence of people, I know the kind of things they do because they're like animals. You know the habits of a mole. Yes. You know the habits of a rat. You know the habits of a tiger. So, there's only so much, so many react, so many different choices a tiger has to make under stress. So I know how I can read people, um, because I know the type of person. For example, I have a person who has a constant smile on their face. I know that's a people pleaser. Got that? And so I know that person will do anything for my acceptance. But I refuse to take advantage of it. Then I will say to that person, I know your weakness. You're a very nice person. Oh, they will say, that's very nice of you. I said, no, it's not a compliment. It's a criticism. You're too nice. What do you mean too nice? Well, all your life, since you were a little girl, you, well, you had parents that were irresponsible slobs. (laughs) And uh, then you resentfully took you were being a responsible person, a good person, basically. You got upset, but that that sense of responsibility becomes exaggerated mm-hmm. in an unhealthy way. So you, all your life you find yourself under the compulsion to be nice to everyone because um, the anger has um, separated you from your creator and made you a little hollow and made you feel inferior. And, and, you, ha- and, and, and you hate, and you hate to... You don't want to be like the slobs that were irresponsible when you were a kid, so you took the responsibility and you've been super responsible all your life and everybody takes advantage of you and you resent that again and pretty soon the resentment makes you, it stimulates you to be, try harder to be responsible and do the right things to, to be loved. Your whole life depends upon pleasing people and taking responsibility until you spoil them rotten and you have a miserable life and you got depression. Is that right? Oh, my God. Roy, it cannot be more right. <laughs> Did I, was I right about you? It cannot be more right. <laughs> because right now, right now, I'm just telling you a little thing. I'm yeah. here in America from Jamaica working. I can hear that. I can hear that. And I work, pardon me? I can hear where you're from. Okay, okay. And I work all my time from I'm here, and I cannot save nothing. Because you give too much away. Every so the phone ring, I gave it to the nomination in church. No, you don't want to give anything to anyone. I'm, I'm telling you, don't give anything to anyone. You're under a compulsion to do that. For a good, you want to be a good person. Yes. But the trouble is, your motivation to be good has been altered a long time ago by cruel people and irresponsible people in your life. Mm-hmm. And you had to shore up. You had to do the right thing, but you did it resentfully. 
So your your young life got wasted helping. Oh, boy. Am I right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So now all you have to do is two things you have to do, yes. and you'll be okay. First of all, don't give anything to anybody. Right. And if you do something nice for someone, if you let it be a natural, be sure it doesn't rise out of anger. That's right. Because when you do rise, out, when you do angry, you feel guilty and you misinterpret guilt. You think you're not being good enough. Okay. And anger is that actually makes you worse as a person, not better. But it it motivates you to be try to be nice to people to so that people's light, kindness towards you and appreciation reflects in you and builds you up. It gives you a sense of worth which is worthless. Oh gosh. See that? Yes. Well, See, so do you th still you still think I'm a psychic? No, you know, from the tapes I were from I called, I were listening to the tapes, and I said, "Oh no, this has to be something from God." Because, <laughs> you know, from I came here in this house, I've been working here two years now. I was listening to you, and you know, I don't worry. I listen to family radio, just listening to song. Yes. And I don't know what getting me. I was reading my Bible, something like Leviticus, and then I just get up, come in, turn the radio on, change the station, and put it on that one. I don't know why I do it. And then I heard you. I say, you know, I'm going to call him, and I just do. Well, you're gutsy. <laughs> oh my! God. I would say to I would say. What do you think about me and my husband life? Because I, I can't. That is something I really don't even know. I heard a first part of a tape that play, and it exactly what the tape said about the woman working, the men sit at home, t say taking care of the children, and <laughs> you know, going all around with. I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but, well, look. I tell you, your weakness is you're too nice. My weakness what? Is you're too nice. Oh, God. You're too nice, and that's not nice. It's weak. Oh, and people will always take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. you'll always, and you'll always resent them. And you'll make them dependent on you. They'll do nothing. You'll do more for them, and they do nothing for yourself. And after all, you'll hate them for doing nothing. That's right. It's true. And then you feel, if you feel guilty about that, so you try harder because you feel responsible that you've turned them into that. Now you try to make them do something, and they rebel. Okay. And those are your kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> well, now you understand. Mm -hmm. You'll be okay now. You sure I will? Yes, you're very, you're a decent, you're, you're a decent, you're, you're a decent person. You're a decent person, but you can't be, you can't look for approval. No. In other words, if you're going to do something nice mm -hmm. and people don't respect you for it or they take advantage of it mm -hmm. and you get upset, it only proves that the motive was for the approval. Okay. When you do something nice, it should be because it's no big deal. If they don't, if they don't appreciate it, we'll give it to somebody else. That's right. Got it? Okay. But don't give your money away. So, what you do? You don't believe in giving offering and tithe and so on to those big denominations like? No, no, no. Most of the big denominations are fat and sassy, and they teach you all the wrong things. Okay. Uh, they, they, they nurture all your weaknesses. Yes. And call you Christians. Okay. But all right. You Paying tithe and offering, though. Yes, to me. Tithe and offering, that's all. <laughs> yes. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the Foundation of Human Understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.